The historical region of Greece is often held as the center of Western culture and philosophy. During its golden age, the Grecians created monuments, sciences, art, and literature that have become the foundation of some of the world's most powerful civilizations. Many of these advances were attributed to divine inspiration. Knowledge brought to mortals by the gods themselves. Greek myth and legend portrayed these powerful beings as directly interacting and influencing the events of mortal men in their daily lives. Epics were written, describing the mighty powers and fierce weapons these beings wielded. Gods who could move through the air silently or in glowing radiance, striking the ground with fire and lightning at will. Could these descriptions better fit what we would recognize today as a UFO encounter? Could these gods have revisited a Greek village in September of 1990 in full view of multiple witnesses? Could the ancient writings of Plato and Homer not have been metaphors, but actual accounts of extraterrestrial contact? Join the theorists as they climb the slopes of Mount Olympus and go the distance in... The Megas Plantinos UFO Encounter. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing, Case File 136, Megas Platanos. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Are you flossing and your teeth? Are you flossing your right now? Hey, listen, I thought I'd get it out before it started. My bad. Holding a fucking floss. <sighs> In case anyone looks like I got it. You're uh, a flossy. You want a brush too? Like, hey, listen, listen. This is our second time recording this fucking one. All right. You throw some <laughs> scope in there or what? Yeah, you got. You got where's your Where's your uh, Where's your scope? Where's uh Where's your electric toothbrush? What do you got? Get your water pick out too. Wash my mouth down with some fucking uh, coors. Dude, you have your background blur on, so we can't see what kind of beer that is. It looks like you're drinking a tub of peanut butter. <laughs> no, it's my fucking. It's my lion's koozie. That's what it is. See. Oh yeah, there he is. Uh, anyways, ha- does ha- it lose the? Do you lose the beers in it often? <laughs> that was uh, you could do better. I could. I I wasn't prepared. Mm. <laughs> Happy four twenty, everybody. To my notes. All, all my fellow herbalists out there, if you want, if you want to take part in Zell's uh, weed smoking game through this podcast, you will, if you're watching a live stream, I'm you're gonna see me get up, and that's your cue to also get up and smoke a huge bong rip. <laughs> Just wait. Every Good game. Yeah. Well thought out. <laughs> Every single time uh Zell leaves where we can play a new practical joke on him when he comes back. <laughs> and and the the more we go, the more I just won't care and I'll just pretend like nothing's happening. I'll no, say, the I'll more it'll work because you'll forget the last time we already pranked you. I listened back to that prank, it was a great prank. Oh, it was unreal. Yeah. Man. I got back and my reaction was just like, Are you for real? You can't hear me for like five minutes. I'm like, un- if you you can't see what I'm doing in that, but I'm unplugging like all the cords. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Did, did I push something? I had no idea. Is there a secret button on this thing? 
good fucking self. <laughs> Did anyone call you later last night? I turned the off the app. Oh, did you? Oh, wow. boo. <laughs> boo, yeah. I thought for any, sure it was so Any cool. voicemails, though? For anyone listening that wasn't on, listened to our Patreon-only live stream last night, uh, we now officially have a phone number that works. Uh, you can call a number, leave us a voicemail. We are going to uh, get up and running here sooner than later. Uh, some call-in shows where we'll pick a topic, take calls, uh, have a little group chat. It'll be, it'll be lots of fun. Uh, if, if you want that kind of information when those are happening, get on our Patreon. I'll post the, I'll get the phone number going here soon. I don't have it right now. It's not quite officially, right now it's just set up to my, my personal mobile and I'm the only person who can hear it. So we're going to get it into the board through Skype. And so everyone can have a little listen. All right. Megas Platanos. Round Is that how I even say it? Platanos? I think so. Pretty close. Pretty close? What is Pretty it? Pretty close. Do you have a Greek I'm sure. Ac- I, 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 I have no idea. It's Mega, Megas Platanos, maybe? Megas Platanos. Yeah, I read Greek names. I've, I don't know. I like take a look at Greek names and I say how I think it sounds. And then I hear somebody else say it and they're like, oh, yeah, you're wrong. I was how way do you wrong. Pronounce, how do you pronounce Achilles? Achilles. <laughs> Achilles. Yeah, just like same Achilles. thing. How do you... Hercules. Same thing. Hercules. Uh, Megas Platanos. <laughs> so we're talking Where about Megas Platanos <laughs> UFO crash. This is a, this is a event that took place uh, in 1990 uh, in the Greek town of Megas Platanos, which is a bit south of Mount uh, Olympus, and about that. It's about central. It's in central Greece. And uh, this happened in the 2nd of September. And what exactly happened was that there were multiple accounts of people uh, witnessing uh, what they described as large, brightly lit crafts. And not just one, not just two, but like half a dozen of these things, uh, which uh, appeared to move silently through the skies of uh, Mega Platanos. Now, usually these wouldn't be so, you know, sighting of lights and orbs and things like that doesn't go so far. But again, this is a this is classified as a crash. Uh, Accounts from this event uh, have people observing what seemed to be one of the lights uh, exhibiting a kind of erratic movement. And it kind of just fell from the sky and seemed to crash into the ground. Uh, one of the witnesses was named... Guess, Here we go, get, Dan. Here you got it. Trantos Karatanjos. Karatanjos? Karatanjos? What's a Greek, what's a Greek accent? What, how does, what's, how does one know. do a Greek accent? <laughs> Trantos. You gotta do your Trantos <laughs> Andrew, you got a Greek accent? <laughs> no, I just stole it from Michael Scott. And he was, was his Mykono characters. Mykonos, cantos, cantos, something like that. Is he? Uh, he's probably a descendant of Zeus, right? We can assume that. I think I'm like sure. that. Um, Mykonos. Everyone is a little bit. I wouldn't doubt it. Keratranos, Jos. Yeah, Zeus got around. So, uh, Mr. Trantos was a shepherd who had been working around in that area, and he uh, told investigators who went to. Uh, you know, 
look at this crash where it happened. It happened 500 meters from where he stood. He said that he observed flames and fires spreading from the vegetation that was around the, the crash area. I'll stop now, you right there for a second. I'm going to stop you right there because um, I want to dig deep into this for a second. I know looking at me and with all my knowledge <laughs> that I'm well known for, like outside of like, like the shepherd, I'm like, I, he does something with sheep, right? That what a shepherd does? He yes. Uh, he a shepherd herds sheep. Like with the they've got like the cane, right? That rounded cane. Yeah, they like grab I mean, the sheep. They like pretty much break sheep neck when like trying to round them up. They like grab them that fucking cane and pull them in. That's why I always yeah, thought. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what I thought. But like my main question is, is in every article I read, it said old uh Trantos Karan Karan Chose. It said he uh, he was working in the area at three in the morning. Well, maybe yeah. he's, so maybe what he's kind guarding. of hours do shepherds work, dude? Maybe he's Weird guarding hours. against wolf. Like maybe there's fucking wolves in Greece, and he's guarding against the wolves, trying to fucking take a stock early in the morning, dude. If you have to take stock of your sheep at three in the morning, listen, that's the worst listen, job. Listen, everybody fucking knows sheep don't sleep. Because how else are you going to fucking count them when you try to sleep? Ah, oh, that, you know what? That's there very true. They're just heading to everyone's dreams. That's why you got to keep them in the fields. That's the busiest time for them. Maybe. At three in the morning? Yeah. Clearing fences. Maybe he gets up at three. Maybe he just got up. Maybe he, go, he goes to sleep early, got up real early to go check on his uh, on the sheet. That's a really good question as to why. That's a good question. I'm not sure what kind of hours shepherds keep. I'm sure it's quite long. I know some of them will probably end up sleeping out there. I mean, if you don't have a probably sleep with a shepherd sheep. dog or something. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of outdoor time. Maybe there's maybe he had nice. a shepherd dog Listen. that died, and now he has to take duty over that dog. So now he's protecting from the wolf. He's out there. He's out there with his cane. Because I'm like my 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 belief in this story hinges on old Trantos. Whether I find him believable. <laughs> so one of the things that I find, I'm like, like instantly this will be more reliable to me if someone's like, oh, hell yeah, man. Shepherding, you're working 19 hour days. You're up at two. You're, you know what I mean? You're not pulling it. Those sheep, all they want to do is run away from you. You got to keep herding them in. It's crazy. I'll be like, okay, well then that makes sense. But for me, I was like, it's dark. Like, do they, like, are they, build a fence. Like what is going on with sheeping? Why is it so hard? There's got to be a better way. Especially in, especially in 1990. Yeah, it's not like your ancient times. Yeah. <laughs> this is an ancient Greece we're talking about. Maybe this is a goddamn hard worker. Gets up early, goes to bed late, always tending sheep. Uh, I Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, shepherding is kind of a big thing in Greece. And also places like New Zealand and Australia, but... Um, it's not so much I don't think the wolves they have to worry about, but it's saying here about like feral dogs are a big problem. Fuck, almost the same thing. Speaking so. of speaking of uh, sheep herders in New Zealand and Australia, when I was in Aus- Australia, I watched a competition. No joke. It was like a pro competition of how fast you can shave a, sh- a sheep. Right. Those, those are sheep shearing contests? It's yeah. crazy. I could not believe that was a real thing. These guys are just shaving a sheep in like 20 seconds, the whole thing. Do they with, do with that the electric at three in the morning? Because I think they have ones where they do it with the, the shears too, like the 
the mechanical ones, the big well, scissors. Maybe I the one I seen was a, like a giant electric razor, and there's like right, rah, yeah. Rah. But I think they have they have they also the ones where they do it with the traditional like. So you're on vacation in Australia, and that's what you chose to spend your time. Dude, we got a lot of Australian listeners. I'm telling you, this was a like a big event. People are getting hammered at this place. It was like going to like watch darts or something. Like people just get hammered and watch watch NRL game. You know what I mean? I watched them all. Dude, I watched I watched everything I could, but and sheep shaving was just part of the docket, along with AFL, the National Rugby League, and yeah, NRL sheep shaving. You know what though? Listen, I would say this. I would the sheep shaving. I would you go. I would equal that like equate that to like coming to Canada and be like one of the days you go and spend at the rodeo and watch like all the like where they tie up the little calves and stuff and tackle them. And you're like. It's no. funny watching people get wrecked for like an afternoon and get drunk. No, but that's like, worldwide. Right. Rodeo is worldwide. Sheep shaving is only in like select parts of the world. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Anyways. Just, anyways, you, what did this what did this sheep shaver see? <laughs> His hardworking sheep shaven <laughs> shepherd. So uh Mr. Trantos uh said that he just again he described a uh area of burnt area, like um Flames coming out from what it seemed to be something had crashed on the ground. So this was early in the morning, about 3 a.m. And as the morning, you know, waned on, uh, it seemed that the 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 remaining five crafts that were hovering in the area seemed to be uh, like two at a time would drop down and seem to hover close to what was seen as the crash site. Uh, you know, as daylight came, they had uh, another small group of local residents who all ended up venturing out to the spot and they said that they saw the same thing. It was a small, dark, burned oval shape, uh, in the ground. Uh, so after the lights departed, uh, people said they, this thing is like, the burned area seemed very acute, like it had been cut with a knife, is what they said. So it was very, it was a very defined oval area. And so all the people decided it would be a good idea. So many of the people who, who discovered the crash site took a bunch of, apparently they took a bunch of tiny pieces. <laughs> I heard they took like Dude. what looked like wire and like burnt like remains of whatever was there. Right. You, they took them as yeah, souvenirs. hundred percent. We, every single one of us here would have done exactly the same thing. Yep. hundred percent. I would have just started running. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Andrew, Andrew wouldn't have made it to the <laughs> ground itself, but no, I would have kept, I would have kept the piece for sure. It's wild to me that they have like, everyone described it as like, they're like, if you, from what we saw, it looked like it was a, like a recovery mission. These things were like came down and recovered whatever crashed. Right. So even yeah, after this event, uh, you know, a short while after uh, the Hellenic, the Greek Air Force actually came to investigate uh, themselves. And they said the the residents of the area said that the whatever was left there, they took. Now, is it, do we have any pictures or anything like that of anything that was left? Do we have any evidence? Oh, dude, everyone knows photos in the 90s aren't reliable. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, but those people <laughs> would still probably have those. 
What do you think all these people have cameras on shepherd salaries? Like, Dude, it's three in the, in the morning. Come on. As far as I know, no one has ever come forward with any of the wreckage. No, and there's no photos of this particular incident. Well, they've also they're also saying that people lost it. And I'm like, how do you lose something like that? Oh no, dude. If I had something like that, it'd be right here on my wall every day. Yeah, every single time nice I'd be little, like, like shadow box, like a little like Yeah, hundred like percent. Yeah. And I'd turn to it every day and I'd be like, Hey guys, 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 see this? See this here? Yeah, but maybe they had a some, piece of a uh, spacecraft. Government you remember the shit? knock yeah. on their doors and fucking buy it off them. Give some hush money. It is true. They are shepherds. Are, are they prone to taking uh, buyouts? All right. First, uh, <laughs> save the farm. If you're, if you're right? playing, this could be a movie. If you're playing the game, this is the first rip. Keep going, though. I'll be right back. <laughs> this Why does he have it, to go? I'm <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't like smoke it in there, I guess. Is he he goes like right outside? outside. Oh, he has to go outside. He's the one that's smoking the, the studio. Now I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Talking about getting bri- uh, giving bribes oh, yeah, to our shepherds. shepherds. It, this could be a movie. This could be a movie, right? He finds the piece of metal. The farm's in disrepair, right? He's like, the bank, you know, he owes money on the bank. And the government comes in and he's like, this is the end of the movie where he finds the alien metal and he sells it to the government to save the farm. Oh, you to, know, and you know save what he's the doing sheep. is he's using that, he's forged that alien metal into fucking sheep shears. And that's how he wins <laughs> all the contests. <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why the Greek are world renowned for their sheep shaving. Well, doesn't everybody know that? <laughs> Ask any one of these Australians. That's you know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if what we're saying is exact hundred percent fact. That the best and this is this is the most logical thing I've ever heard. They made them into sheep shears to shave the sheep to win all the contests to save the farm. Yeah. <laughs> uh one thing I find pretty funny is that the official statement from the Greek Air Force was that uh, they said that what the people had witnessed was a Soviet satellite or a small plane. That's a quite the v- variation, right? Dude, and <laughs> there's a huge, there's a huge gap between those two things, and there's a huge gap between like even what they describe. Like to me as a person, I'm like satellites don't do that, and small planes don't do what they've described. So to be like, yeah, it was a satellite or a small plane, it's ludicrous to what these people have said they've seen. <laughs> like, why not be like, oh, um, it was hel- like helicopters would be close and be like, we didn't hear them, and they're like, they're new ones, and then just walk away, right? You would be like, all right, okay, well maybe yeah, helicopters can co- can hover, but uh, like they describe they lights burn holes floating, in the ground, like. Yeah, they they described the one crashing. These other ones just high, hovering silently. The other ones coming down and appeared to be retrieving the wreckage of the down one and then leaving silently. I'm like, what small plane? How is that a small plane? And that's all. All that's one small plane. No, it's a Russian satellite. So the people do, they the people claim stuff. that the craft when they got there there was no actual craft. There was just debris, right? So when yeah. the when the Greek Air Force came, they just would have found the same stuff, just the burn, the like same burn debris, in the whatever was left after those, after those. Uh, what you miss is we determined that the shepherds came, took the metal, and the reason they lost the metal is because they forged it into shears, so they could go around and win all the sheep shaving competitions around the globe. <laughs> That's gold. <laughs> 
That's super great. lightweight space age sheep shears. Just some super alloy. And yeah. nev- never gets dull. Yeah. And they did it to save the farm. Right? I like this. That's theory. the end of the, that's in the movie. We should man, once we're once we're big and we can have ATD productions, this will be our feel good movie. Right? The sh- sheep shaving shepherd. We'll call shepherd. it. We'll call it little lamb cuts. <laughs> huh? Write the script. I'm in. Yeah, let's do it. I think we, we could <laughs> probably crowd crowdfund like 500 bucks to put that together. I just don't know how we can squeeze. I don't know Harry how much we're gonna get that sheep. How it. much does sheep cost? Dan is definitely playing Trantos. Trantos. <laughs> yeah. Cantanos. Dan Carotrandos. Stelio Cantos. Does anybody, does that name ring a bell with anybody? Yep. Is that what you're singing? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. knew it. That's why. <laughs> it was driving me nuts. That's fucking funny. That what hilarious. is it? I don't recognize it. We got to play it in after hours. You have to. Okay, explain it in after hours. I, don't, I have no idea what that is. It's fucking gold. But, I mean, that's pretty much what you get from Megas Platinos. Now... I mean, we kind of pick we kind of pick this one because, um, you know, uh, Greek UFOs like Greece is not any stranger to kind of what you would oh hell you could no. say is like <laughs> extraterrestrial activity because like even in the early two thousands there was another case where people had sighted uh, UFOs uh, near the town of Cantorini, and this one was reported by a family and they witnessed not only uh, sphere-shaped crafts that were uh, hovering and moving over the skies of their small village, but what they also described was that they had, they had also seen some sort of entity, some sort of creature that had entered their house on several occasions. Ugh. What? Right. Dude, and like they said they, Hod- these sightings occurred at night. And it was some sort of they they described it as a, you know a strange looking creature about three feet tall, and what looked to be reptilian brown skin and white hair. I'm not sure if the white hair is like on the head. I'm picturing like a mohawk. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> so kind of like Spike. Spike. Yeah, perfect <laughs> eighties mohawk. Dude, that, uh, that sounds just like that. Uh, what's the? And he's wearing tiny slit sunglasses. <laughs> And they said he was wearing something, so he was wearing clothes, and they said it's something akin to a robe or gown. I don't know why they didn't Can just we... say toga, because that's what you would wear if you were a Greek reptilian. He's also know. wearing fingerless leather gloves in my Dan, hands. Dan, you've described head. fucking Spike from Gremlins. Maybe. No, that's him. Google G-T. Spike from Gremlins. It looks exactly like him. I know what Spike from Gremlins looks like. Yeah, but yeah, I guess yeah, or you know, Spike. Okay, Spike from Gremlins wearing a toga. That is what you get. That's what I'm picturing. And that's not like like that description of a reptilian is like not far off of other '80s (laughs) descriptions of reptilians of them looking like (laughs) they're straight out of '80s pop culture. (laughs) That's pretty commonly seen. But anyway, reptilians they're not they're described very similar, but. If that thing, I was always thinking like in my head, my first initial thought is like, oh, dude, if that thing was in my house, I'd fuck it up. But I'm like, I get scared of a spider. Like I would not fuck anything up. That's like, that's a T, what we just described. Yeah. If you get up in the middle of the night to like get a drink of water and you like turn around the corner and it's just a fucking like gremlin in a toga. Like, that's your, 
you you just said water, buddy. That's the first mistake. Keep that shit away from them. <laughs> right? You got it. Everybody knows you keep water away from the mugwise. Yeah. Well, I would end up like if you just turned the corner and you just saw it, like I'd end up throwing it on and just make things worse. But it'd be like, just <laughs> like fuck. While they're bubbling for a little bit, like and like with the water, do you think you could you could like just quickly stomp on them? Yeah. <laughs> just rub them, just like, like, like just. <laughs> Yeah. Just like soccer kick them into the closet. It just yeah. like <laughs> soccer kick them. Okay, this you reminds I mean? me of this. Take a look at this. I'm not gonna tell you what it's from. Just have a little just have a little peek. We talked about this encounter before, the same type of creature. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Oh, that's the uh fuck, what's that one? Dan does Dan uh, know something something gremlin. Uh it's exactly like Spike so with all the Mohawk. Shit, I forgot what they called. We Sam's talked about them too. Yeah, we talked about it's we? that Kelly Hopkinsville encounter where they fucking yeah, climb on the oh, roof and yeah, shit. They're tapping right. on the glass and shit. Yeah. Sounds like yeah. the same type of creature. Those weird little fucks. Is that the one when they're on the roof and stuff like that? Yeah. Like terrorizing the family? Yeah, they're like that tapping was a on terrifying the, story. Yeah, they're tapping on the tin roof and shit, and the guys are like shooting the guns like out the window at the creatures and shit. Dude, honestly, that's one of the scariest alien encounters we've talked about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopping around on the front lawn, like ta- I think they were tapping sticks or something. They have it's, see ugh. what they didn't tell you about that story though is that that family actually went to a Chinese market earlier that day and purchased a few mugwise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> what you're loose. saying is mugwise are just alien creatures that are only sold in where where where'd they get it? I got from like some old. Asian market or something like that, if I remember correctly. So what you're saying is mugwise have caused coronavirus, is what you're saying, basically. Right, well, don't eat them. I don't know why <laughs> people are trying to fucking eat them. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff people shouldn't be eating that people are eating, so careful. You never know what the consequences could be. Those, But that'd be terrifying. I think in my head, my first initial thought's like, oh, I'd fuck that thing up. But like, I get to, dude, I remember like being in Thailand and stuff and like seeing a gecko in my house and being like, ah, like just completely <laughs> freezing. I had to catch a mouse in my house the other day and like I couldn't help. I don't understand. I'm not scared of mice. They're not scary at all. Every time I go to try and scoop it up with a dustpan and it would like move, I would jump right on my fucking shoe. Like I'd be like, Bruh! like <laughs> why? I could fucking smoosh this fucking thing. But yet I'm shit my pants every time it moves. Oh, dude, seeing that fucking creature, I would I can't even imagine the heart jump. That you would get, like, yeah. walking out, and it's just like being at the end of the hallway and just like having that, like, just that long stare down with each other for a second. Like, fuck that, man. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> but so this this type of creature, the first thing when they kind of described it, um, you know, Greece is no stranger to monsters from myth and legend. So it's it's not. I mean, if they did see something. You know, could it have possibly been something that was already there or something like that? There, there are rumors, and they were saying at the time of these sightings, like there were kind of rumors that went around, and I think they're still around today. That there was, there's always been this kind of idea that there is an underground alien base underneath Mount Olympus. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Now we're getting to the good. Now we're getting yes. to the meat. Talk about this. Yeah. So people have. Put fucking Hollow the Olympus. Hollow Olympus. Come on now. <laughs> We're about to drop some truth bombs on you. Here they come. So people have put forth a theory, and it's not it's not completely crazy, but that Greek gods 
and monsters, which were part of myth and legend of, you know, Greek history, were perhaps, you know, just extraterrestrials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one of my, the greatest theories out there. That's straight ancient I mean, aliens. You have the one at, like it's it's not just well, and it's not just myth and legend. Uh, there's actually like a historical account um, where a Roman general Silas, uh, when he was on a campaign in Albania on his march to Greece, they said that his army actually captured a satyr. It was written like in a historical account, not not like a legend, not not it wasn't part of like you know the Odyssey or the Iliad or things like that. Like this was an actual historical account and then they said that they they caught this thing and they they identified it as a satyr which is a half man half goat uh, creature phil Phil (laughs) dan (laughs) uh and they said that they couldn't speak or that it 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 made sounds that sounded like danny devito (laughs) right (laughs) either find some whores like uh, can I offer you an egg in this trying time? It's a rum ham. Uh, but they they described it as making sounds like a goat or a horse, but it didn't. It couldn't speak English, and it didn't seem to to understand them <laughs> talking to it. So I mean, speak Greek. That's great. So hold on. Was the satyr in this satyr? Here I gotta. So I gotta. Here we go. Make sure this for a second. Was this satyr? So it's it could only make noises of a goat. Like that weird ass, like when goats yell. <laughs> oh my god! So here's my question. Here's my question: Was the top half the goat and the bottom half the man? In that scenario, like is that still technically a satyr? <laughs> that's all, that's all they do. Yeah. If I heard that in the middle of the night, I. Oh, yeah, I fucking dude. demons! That's, so that's fucking demons right there. Fucking creepy enough, man. If I hear, a, the, if I hear the poop, crack of the wood, a crack of a stick in the middle of the night, dude, I'm done. I'm like, oh god, please, Jesus, save me from these woods. Get me home, and I shall worship you, oh Lord. And then I get home and I'm like, whoo, I made it. Thank you, me, for getting me out of there. <laughs> So these, I mean, you have tons of creatures that, you know, are described in Greek legend, which are, uh, you know, people uh, like you have people describe as almost like analogs to to extraterrestrials today that they describe. And, you know, having satyrs, half man, half human, or any of the half human, half, you know, animal creatures from Greek legend are just not, maybe they were based on some sort of truth. All the gods were, in my opinion. Well, that's what's cool, too, because like if you read like any of Jack Kirby's uh, internals, that's basically his storyline, too. Right. He was using basically the basis for the, the characters were like the Greek gods and they were all alien. Yeah, there's there's some uh, there. <laughs> some people base their theory on the idea that uh some of the inventions or some of the technology that Greeks were rumored to possess or, uh, you know, were actually, you know, in historical accounts possessed themselves were in fact 
given to them the 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 idea or the actual technology itself was you know the, as they claim it came from the gods you know and that's just a way of saying it came from extraterrestrials that they gave them the the technology or the inspiration to to build uh machines because the the greeks were in in some areas they were fantastically advanced uh in the ideas of math uh philosophy things like that um well i was just gonna say like why are we so fast to like pull away from human you know ingenuity and be like wow no that's way too advanced for them they couldn't have created that where we got fuckers now inventing iphones and all this other crazy shit you know what i mean yeah. like it's like yeah but you know, now who's those the gods, Andrew. That's when they crashed in Roswell. That's where we got the technology. We're still doing the same thing we did back in Greece. Yeah, they're all re- from aliens. Reverse how does a TV work? Shit. Tell me right now. You don't know. No one knows how it aliens. Works. Hey, listen, you're talking to the wrong guy because I think it was until I was about nine years old, I was I wouldn't change in front of the TV because they thought I thought they could see me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed, eh? <laughs> This, uh, <laughs> it's, I forgot what we're talking about, dude. I'm talking about fucking gods. Too, uh... So, we're we talking about, so if you go with, uh, if you go with ancient aliens route, the gods of like the stories of Mount Olympus, and what was the, what was the, like the, the father of all the gods, like Kronos? Kronos. He ate all his children except for Zeus, and Zeus flew into Kronos and freed all his children. And you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. But then if you go, if you're like, if you say you were like an, like a a person back there who had no real knowledge of like anything, like no no flying, obviously no flying craft or anything, and then you look up and there's like an say an alien mothership. This is this is the real theory here. There's that not it wasn't Kronos was an alien mothership, and then all the Greek gods were like other ships that were going into them and then the other was like a sky battle or something and they defeated Kronos and then they wrote they wrote down the mythology that's the that's the ancient aliens version and then the other version is that the Greeks just followed the constellations and then gave names and like anamorphized is that the right term and an- anthropomorphized anthropomorphized See, to me I'm like to have such when you look at some of the Greek technology like I we'll talk about it in a bit, but like the anti Kithero uh, mechanism and stuff. To me, I'm like when I look at those things, like yeah, they're impressive. But I look and I go like those are very like human in the realms of what humans can do. So I'm always like, I think more. I like to think of like why couldn't it be like time traveling humans, right, or humans from the future or something that were back then, and they have this technology. So that's why they're depicted as people. Right. But like, you know, with say Zeus's Thunderbolts, say it's like a, you know, if you never saw a, a gun before, right. And how would you describe it? You're like, if you had no context, I could see you being like, oh man, like he, he shot thunder out of his hands. It was crazy. Well, it is, it just, yeah, very, it is the very same thing, right? Cause like, uh, when you shoot a bullet, like supersonic speeds creates that, that crack, like that thunder crack, especially, yeah. especially on like a large caliber bullet. Like a really big, like three hundred magnum, like it and cracks listen, the air and so hard. You shoot someone with a bullet and they die. It's not like people are like, "Here's the bullet that killed him," right? Like yeah. they're not, they're not doing out of. They'd be like, "Holy shit!" There's a hole in him. He, he just got struck by lightning. Well, and when you like when you listen to all these stories about the gods, they're they they're all very human. You know what I mean? They all have these humor human traits. Like when you when you read about Zeus. The most important thing you take away from that guy is Zeus fucks. 
<laughs> a lot. Jeez, oh, that Holy guy fucks. smokes. Nobody yeah. fucks more than Zeus. And here's the: if Zeus was an alien, there'd be way more hybrid people walking around. You know what I mean? Like, totally. Dude, he was swinging dick everywhere. Zeus fucks. That guy fucks. Zeus, he yes. fucks. How many? I don't. I don't know my Greek mythology that well, but how many like half gods are accredited Did he to, create? to Zeus? Yeah. Four hundred sixty-three. Like half gods <laughs> are actually legitimate children. Well, legitimate children as well. I guess. Ill, I guess illegitimate both. children. Illegitimate children. Yeah, like he, that he, guy loved thunderbolts and fucking. That's the two. That's what he was about. Sometimes he'd do the weather and shit, but like only when he wasn't doing the other two. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so I'm gonna say like even like I'm thinking I'm thinking in my head like going with like maybe the, like the analogy for th- it's shooting. Uh, the thunder is like shooting a bullet or something, right? And if you shot someone, like a smaller cowbell, say they did do autopsies and they're like, "Oh, look at the wound," and they wound and they it wouldn't go straight through because many times a bullet will go through, like bounce around, and if it comes out, it'll pop out somewhere else, right? And they'd be like, "Oh, the only thing could do that." Well, and if he's shooting a twenty-two, it's not going to be that loud of a crack, and no, it's not going to have an exit wound. Is going to be a twenty-two that's ricocheting through. No, clock. no, no. But like in I don't know forty five nine mil. I mean, but like, are we talking autopsies here? Because we're talking in a time where people are getting fucking leached and sacrificed. So I yeah, think true. that's there's no fucking CSI Greece fucking. Wasn't no. wasn't like Greece like the dawn of medicine? Oh, I'm sure it was, but not when they're fucking worshiping the gods. Like, li- listen to this. I'm here. I'm saying, like, say if fucking some strong man. Some like what's that guy's name? Thor Bjorgensen or whatever that giant fucking mountain or whatever. <laughs> if he was on some sort of crew in some eighties movie that got time traveled back to space, they would think that motherfucker is Hercules. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. They would be like, "Oh my god!" Like the shit he's lifting. Like they don't know how to work out their muscles to like maximize. So I'm saying like even one of us would impress. Buddy, those guys did everything with their hands back in the day. When you look at any of those fucking sculpture sculptures, they're yeah, jacked. I'm just saying they're not lifted. I'm saying someone who trains to lift is going to dust people. Like there, there'll be a couple like strong guys where they're like just naturally strong, but like you know what I mean. Like you send back like a like a power lifter. I don't know, man. I bet you people I, I bet are you stronger the, back then. I'm not talking like you or me, Andrew. I'm talking like someone who's fucking strong. Because I'm pretty sure that there's <laughs> really like, strong. I'm pretty sure there's Greek sailing records like that they've been found like of rower like rowing records, and then today's modern rowers are like that's untouchable. That's a record that is not even humanly possible. Buddy, these guys are walking everywhere they need to go. They're carrying everything they need to fucking bring with. Like there's they're doing everything with their hands. Like they're, these guys. That's what I mean. But if you like go with like mo- like a linear progression of humanity. Like there's like, oh, we were super, we weren't very advanced till 12,000 years ago and we discovered farming, then slowly society and better building methods and it got progressively better and better and better. Then you get to some of these ancient structures that are so much more advanced than we can currently make. And you're like, well, maybe, like maybe all those stories, like we've put a good picture together, but I don't think that a lot of the stuff that we think about ancient Greece and stuff is probably true. Now let's talk about the mechanism. So we talked, we briefly mentioned it. It was, oh fuck, Antikythera mechanism. Is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Anyways, like, like, what was it? How long ago? It was not that long ago. They were diving 150 feet under the sea in the Aegean Sea, just off the coast of Greece and found an ancient shipwreck. And inside they found this mechanism 
And I don't know how they deduced, but they've deduced that this is an astronomical calendar. Could predict eclipses what? and like yeah, predict eclipses and movement of planets. And I thought this was an ancient fighter jet. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there, okay, no. that that is that's fucking. You r- ruined the joke. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great. That is a fucking great uh, clip, though, and because we we all watched a clip of ancient aliens where they talk about this mechanism. And who is it that makes that comparison? David Childress? Yeah. He says, the finding of this, these gears and this Antikythera mechanism is the equivalent of finding a jet airplane in King Tut's tomb. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, that's a stretch. Just leaps and bounds away. Yeah, you... Like, impressive. I mean, this like, mechanism is impressive. Here's the mechanism. If you're watching the live stream, you can, you can follow along. But it's like a... It's essentially just a gear. It looks like a gear. A, it's like in three pieces in the museum. It's in three different pieces now, but they've deduced that that it's actually like a set of gears that can like accurately predict astronomical movements. So right, they didn't think they like machining was like technically actually as far as like our linear this progression is of humanity. Hundred years before yeah. they knew they could do this. They said like yeah, but- well. What if that what if that was something that came to Earth, you know what I mean, from space, from from Gear World during the Gear Wars? Like, has anybody thought about that? Like that could be a relic from Revolio Clocks. Listen, Jr. this this story can go that way. Like we could make a key, we could make a serious case for the Gear Wars being real, and some Gear Faces came to Earth and set up shop. I, fighter jets. Are you saying Zeus is a gearhead? Well, dude, they they talk about the island of Rhodes, and is what book? In what book? And they say the statues, the the statues would come alive and move like a human or something like that. In one of the books, I can't remember which one. It's been a while since I watched Ancient Aliens. Watched the clip today, but I was like, you know what? There, the, and then they like, fucking what's that guy's name? David Wilcox. David Wilcox. He goes. Yeah. He goes. He's fantastic. I love. Him. Just fantastic. He goes. Well, listen. If they knew about these gears, it's not that far away to say that they knew robotics. And I think he's actually said advanced robotics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like anybody who's been around statues and shit like that, like. You know what I mean? You go to museums or whatever. Don't you ever get that eerie feeling that they're like watching you and kind of like moving? Dude, some of those okay, ancient I, statues I, are so precise. They're they're spectacular, but they're not living and for and and moving. So for to me, like this is where my brain goes when I hear that and like someone says that live that like living and moving. I imagine like you know when you're watching all those weird uh, fucking old movies where they like they paint the human statues and they just stand there and then they'll like change position every now and then but it's like it's just people painted who just stay really still you mean like the guys who panhandle what what <laughs> like the guys that are fucking pretending to be statues that are panhandling yeah human <laughs> robot statues not those crusty jugglers <laughs> i'm talking like in the old movies but yeah same guys the living the living statue 
There's a, have you never seen like a movie like the mummy? <laughs> have you or never this? seen a movie, Andrew? Have you ever seen a movie? There's like green. No, I don't green watch lunch. them because I feel like they're watching me back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but this this machine is like it is cool that they find it. Like I think Ancient Aliens overhypes it a little bit. Of course, but that's half the fun. I because want, my like, thing is, I'm like. If they, if this is from like, if you're saying like, oh, they, this is crazy technology that they got from aliens, I'm like, that technology doesn't seem that useful if people are traversing the fucking stars to get here. And I'm like, they traverse the stars and then they get out and they're just like, yeah, let me see here. Let me crank this thing here. Like, oh no, back it up, back it up, back it up. Oh, well, there we go. Maybe they, maybe it wasn't that. Maybe like they didn't. They didn't use it, but they instilled oh. they instilled knowledge of the no. I got the it, cosmos. dude. I, I I cracked it in my in my four twenty haze. Nice. It came to me. All right, let's hear it. Right, what's that advanced Lego? Connects tech tech connects or connect right? Technics? No, this is just some Technics. kids connects toy from an alien race, <laughs> and they just they're just like put it together like oh look at this thing it tells the stars haha <laughs> like he just some kid put it together on the spaceship. And then gave it to a human, and they were like, "This is from the gods." Well, maybe in my mind, though, I feel like people have been people have been like watching the stars and making like astronomical like buildings for a long time. You can you can consider Stonehenge, like Adam's calendar, and like South Africa, and like a bunch of other ones. So you could say like that knowledge has been around humanity for a long time, may have been lost in like the dark ages, and then rediscovered. But as far as like the machining of advanced like technology like that, they, that was fifteen hundred years earlier. Like that, that's look, that's why it seems so crazy. Yeah, but look at a picture of that, and then look at a picture of an astrolabe. Yeah, oh, pull up one of those. Well, that well, think that thing's been at the bottom of the ocean for fifteen hundred years, so you can right. Even, but uh, yeah, but I'm saying like that one they said was like it's they had evidence that it was inside like a wooden box. And if you should like, they have actual pictures of what they think are like recreations or reconstructions of what they th- think it actually looks like. And it's like, it's an ash. It, it looks very similar to an astrolabe, which existed about the same time. The first ones that they have are like 200 BC, which was this one. They dated this one to like 200 something BC, I think as well. Let's pretend. Cause I obviously know what that is obviously, but let's pretend like the people listening don't know what that is. You want to explain what that is to us? Well, an astrolabe is, is, it's a small mechanism, which is a series of like interlocking gears and stuff like that, which basically that if you when you turn it, you set it's like a dial and you can set it to a certain date. And, you know, some astrolabes are more complicated than others. But uh, what they think the Antikythera mechanism was, was just an astrolabe that you could set a date like you could you could move it to a certain date and then it would show you the approximate locations of the planets in the sky. But that thing that Zelda just put up on the screen is the exact same fucking thing. Similar, very similar. Like, what is? I don't understand. It's just not all crusty from being at the bottom of the fucking. But ocean. is, is astrolabe st- actually from Greeks? Greece? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like in. They've been around. Astrolabes have been around for a long time, like since at least an early, the BC, earliest astrolabe. Yeah, two hundred BC. So these guys yeah. are trying to and fucking sell been, us on space yeah. or on fucking fighter jets and they've already been making this kind of thing? Like, Jesus. Well, they said they were invented by the Hellenistic civilization, which is Greek, and uh, by Apollonius of Perga. So Apollonius. Ah, yes. Apollonius. 
<laughs> so they've been around for a while. Uh, whether the Antikythera mechanism was actually one or, or something like maybe it was just a really fancy one. But they look quite similar. They That's all I'm saying. 100% look similar. It's hard to tell if it's fancy or not because it's all just like corroded and... Yeah, it's not fancy now. It's not fancy now. Yeah. <laughs> But, but I, 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 I like this. I subscribe to the Greek gods. If they were anything like that, it was. I don't think it was aliens per se. I think it was like further advanced humans, right? Time um, travelers. I one of my one of my favorite books. I think is is called Ilium, and it puts forth the idea that it was perhaps like really advanced humans that were like they portrayed themselves or they put themselves out as gods and they basically were, they threw the Trojan war like for entertainment. They th- like they when, started it for entertainment. Yeah. It was yeah, just like, imagine it, that though. Imagine in the future, right? We right now we're putting like our entertainment now is like pitting one versus one fighters in a cage. Yeah. Right. Like, yes. And then it, yeah, what I'm saying is soon we're going to be like, that's not enough. Throw a couple. All right, let's have them fight a bear. And then like soon you're like, you know what? This is boring. Like I want to I want to watch countries fight. I want to watch huge groups of people. They're like, well, you can't do that nowadays. We're too technological advanced. So you jump in, you go down to Crazy Bob's Sunday time travel <laughs> machine, and you can go and set up a help uh, watch a war back in ancient times. Yeah, it, it's nuts. Like what am I? Uh, one of the best parts of the book is like at the very beginning and it talks about how um, what, like one of the best parts of the Iliad, uh, the story of the Trojan War, is when the, the Greek hero Diamandus uh, basically goes berserk uh, with the aid of Athena. Like Athena gives him like super awesome power, like God of War Kratos level powers. Oh. And he goes out and he just starts murking Trojans. And in the book, what they say is like, she didn't actually, it wasn't magic. What she did was she like injected him with a type of like nano machine that increased that basically gave off, uh, you know, increased his strength and speed and all that stuff. And then gave off like a, uh, like the, the byproduct of that, instead of creating heat, it created light. So he like glue, he glowed when, uh, when he did it. Super, super Saiyan one. Two, three, or yeah. four, Super Saiyan Super. What yeah, the dude wrecks. Uh, he wrecks a shitload of people. He wrecks the guy who's like the second best fighter next to Hector. Um, he wounds Aphrodite and he Hercules. fucking beats Ares. Oh shit! Get out! God of War. Yeah, it's fucking. It's like one of the coolest parts. But uh, yeah, but they talk about like you know how perhaps like nano machines or advanced science could you know account for these these. Uh, you know these stories of heroes and and things like that. If you're, you know, if you're running a you know a, a giant Greek war just for fun and you wanted to make the greatest heroes, doing you know, PEDs. Yeah, and if you can, <laughs> you're god. Like they talk about how the gods were always invisible and they could only be seen when they wanted to be seen. So you know, adaptive camouflage, invisibility, cloaking. It's not that far. Dude, I'm off. telling you, it's time travelers, and they had such a good time that they're like, we're not leaving. And then the war with Kronos was that it was the time cops coming back to be like, listen, your time's up. You got to leave. You can't stay here and keep meddling. And they had a big war with the time cops. John Claude. Yeah. And they and they caused too much damage, so they just had to be left. So are you saying that the, the war between the, the time cops 
and the person that went back was, to start the war was yeah, Kronos. Kronos and the gods. Who's it? Was it fucking? It's it's fucking Rod. Was Rodman the other time cop? <laughs> no, no. No, you're thinking that's, of the wrong movie. You're double, double team. Was it double take? That's, yeah, no, it's double take. Fucking Rob Schneider. <laughs> yeah. They fight a tiger in that one, I think. <laughs> dude, dude, it, listen, listen, hear me out here. Melissa, man. Melissa. Kronos is the god of time. Okay. That's what I'm saying. The time cops. Coming back in time to collect the time travelers. They didn't have any of it. Zeus, meanwhile, is like living up. He's like, listen, boys, like, we're staying here. I'm having affair after affair after affair. And he's pumping all his kids full of all he's they're getting all his like weird PED super genes because it's in the future. His nano jizz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's canon. This makes man. perfect sense. That's canon. Nano jizz. Yeah. Yep. Hercules was a was a uh, product of nano jizz. <laughs> yeah. Well. And it slowly runs out, right? That's why it's uh, they filtered down in a couple generations. There was no more gods. Nano jizz is who put the glad and gladiator. <laughs> We've learned it. You heard it here first. But I'm like, to be honest, I, I subscribe to that theory that, that we just came up with. I'm like, yes. Well, it, ma- makes, it makes more sense. sense that if you, like, if there were actually alien gods from a different galaxy or different whatever, and they can come back here and they're having sex and impregnating girls, it doesn't seem biologically feasible, really. But it would make more sense if you came from the future. You're still a human. Yeah. It makes more sense. Aliens that. like wouldn't give a shit, but it seems like the Greek gods like had a good time. Really, like, they yeah, partied like they hard. Fucking partying, you know. They fucked. I heard that yeah. the Greek gods actually started 420. They're the original tokers. Heard <laughs> that. Heard that today actually on the yeah. forums. <laughs> Did you really? Along with a lot of other weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Hermes Mon. On that on that sure. note, I'm going for round two. If you're following the game, be right back. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> we should all just fucking. Uh, I can't even think of a prank to play on him while he's gone. Oh no! When he comes back, nothing. just no, just pretend like we're saying stuff. Like just mouth it. We gotta get it. We gotta get him again in a fucking few weeks. When his guards down, and he just doesn't see it coming. He's expecting yeah. it now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That being said, I was expecting to get fucked with on the on the Ouija board, and it's still it fucking got me. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, if we did that, he'd probably just. What shut if we all down. don't move? What if we all don't move? And he's gonna know. No, he'll just shut the stream down. This is terrible timing. Yeah, it's terrible. He'll know. <laughs> ah, it's too bad. We we could try. I mean, we could try. That's the only thing we could do. But anyways, what we're talking about? What about the Greek gods? Uh, no, no, more importantly, what the fuck is that picture behind you? I need to see it. Why is it not up? Oh, okay, dude. It's not up. I'll tell you why it's not up. I wanted to put it up right behind me because I love this picture so much. But when I hang it, uh, the lights from my... Because, you know, I got to have the good light lighting, frame my face and stuff, get that good shading. It doesn't... It glares off the picture so bad. What is um, the picture though? Like, what the fuck is it? Oh, I'll hold it up for you. So it's a, it's a, it's an original uh, wired for sound, um, by I can't remember the artist's name. I had it just a second ago. I think it's Zeg Zeg Brian. Mm. What it? flea market did you get it at? 
Uh, actually, my parents had it up in their house all the time, and I said, "Listen, if you're ever getting rid of that, I want it. It's an original painting, a uh, poster designed from Sid Brack. It's from 1982. He has a whole collection of them. I found that out just earlier with Dan. My new goal is to collect the entire collection. You better. Oh, I'll go. I'll go grab it. Go grab it. I want to see this because I came in at the end there. Oh, oh, fuck, I'm I've seen a, them. Excited to see this. Oh I, oh, I know that picture from your parents' house. That's crazy. I recognize that. sound. That was there the whole fucking time I've known you. That's a solid 80s aesthetic. Like I know that picture from your parents' house. I recognize it yeah, vividly. I love it. I love that picture. That picture is my childhood. How many, <laughs> how many are in the collection? I think six. Oh, you can do it. Gotta yeah, get those and some. Uh, it's not gonna be hard. They're only like eighteen dollars on sculptures Amazon. and some uh, pink neon, pink and blue neon lights. But he, hear me out. Hearing Rhode you. Island, Rhode Island. Them talking about. <laughs> I'm going back to this. I forgot to talk about this. I want to talk about this earlier. Okay. I want to get into it more. Get into it. Let's do it. Talking about the living statues. How do they make the jump to robotics? And having any kind of robots at all, like, wouldn't there not be like more dude, evidence that dude, there was fucking robots? That guy does that every single time. David like, Wilcox, every single time. He's the guy who's like taken Corey Good and the boys and the secret space program and Mars regress, like regression therapy, like to age you back to when you like twenty years. This guy has gone full board. The whole Gaia platform is on board with Wilcox and Corey Good and the secret space program, and Corey Good. Went to Mars, was age regressed 20 years, and then you ask Corey Good about it and he can't tell you anything except he did it. And you're like, well, what? Same guy. They, it's wild, the stuff that goes on. And Wilcox does that? Yeah. Well, he does that stuff? Well, man, yeah, Wilcox is I, deep. I know, and it, they always bring on ancient aliens to take the... take. They, he's like the... <laughs> he's the he's the last guy in, in the relay and it's like he just pushes that theory all the way to the end, right? It goes from like Childress to Sukulos, then uh, then Danikin if they got him, and then it's and then it's fucking Wilcox <laughs> it goes, to take it all the way home. It goes He's like, like yeah, it's go way out there. <laughs> it goes starting from like it's possible that there we might not know quite enough about this ancient culture, and then Sukulos goes, I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens, and then you finally get to Wilcox and he's like, it was the aliens. This is what they did. This, this is, is how what, they did it. This is what they did. This is how they did it. And this is why I know. Yeah. It makes hey, it makes for, it's it. good TV. He's, makes he's for good batting TV. cleanup on that team, just like <laughs> sucking that um, one home, man. Why don't we get into oh go ahead, Andrew. Well, I'm just so we're we've confirmed that Cyberdyne systems has come from Greek ancient Greece. Yes, yeah. the Terminator I, is uh Greek. That's how okay. it starts. Cyberdyne is a Greek word. Well, didn't Arnold play Hercules? It's Greek for cog. Cogs. Yes, he did play Hercules in New York. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he fought a bear. This is true. In real life. Probably. Probably. Why don't we uh, get into some space news? Um, not a lot of space news on the space news front. Um, one, because of all the coronavirus stuff going on. 
two because I completely forgot to get space news. Uh, but I what Game I can tell you for sure is that there is a low chance of a Brewers tonight or any night you're listening <laughs> to this episode. There's a low chance of where you are right now. So you're a small you're, chance of seeing auroras. If you're watching it live, there's a small chance. If you're watching it on Friday, you miss small it. chance. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Whatever day you're listening to this. Hey, Braden, here's, now, a, here's a technical here's, question for you. Yeah. What's the lowest the Northern Lights will get latitude? What's the lowest ever recorded? Do you know? Um, no, but I imagine it's like getting into because I know it's seen in the northern states sometimes, so it's got to be. I just don't know how low. Like, how low do you go? Well, I'm just saying how that. Uh, can you go? Eighty percent of our listeners <laughs> never seen the Northern Lights. That's why I'm saying <laughs> when you listen to this, whatever day, whatever time, the chances are low of you seeing an aurora tonight. That's that is I think not that pretty fake covers, news. That's I think that's universal news. That's not fake at all. That's one he kept it broad. Yeah, he's not leading you on. You have a low, low chance to yeah. see an aurora tonight. And I'm not saying th- there's no chance. So if you're living in a northern community and you happen to be like, hey, I'm listening to this, and I'm looking at him right now, you're that small chance. You have just as good of a chance of seeing an aurora there as you do of having robots in ancient Greece. <laughs> there's always a 50% chance of seeing auroras. Either you do or you don't. 50 yeah. 50. Well, here's the thing. What's the, what's, the, so we got Aurora Borealis and the southern one is the Astralis or something. Astralis. Borealis oh. Aurora, because they're backwards. Yeah. <laughs> now, do like, if there was the biggest geomet, like geostorm ever, fucking plasma blast coming everywhere, could the two be so big that the earth is just completely encompassed with auroras? Like everywhere could see them? Like how far down do they go? Now you got me at I don't yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think they would I think if Aurora's got that bad that it was that strong, I think that's the the one they're talking about that would fly our fry our electrical grid. If it was that powerful. Lowest I'm gonna write that in right now. Lowest Aurora ever recorded. Yeah. That's a good question. I, I don't think it's lower than like forty four degrees north. I guess forty. Forty? Forty? Are you guys ready? So. What do you got? 35 degrees north. That's the lowest ever? That's the lowest ever recorded. What's that? Is that like San Francisco? Or how low is that? How low is San Francisco? Um, Let me look at their weird ass fucking map here. It's not that low. Probably not in California. <sighs> Probably Dude, close. This the, this you the said worst 35 picture. parallel north? North. Yeah. It's pretty low. That's like North Carolina, Tennessee. Yeah, Yeah. it's got to be northern Northern California somewhere. Yeah, no, No, it looks like like Carolina, like all of Oregon. I don't think it. I don't think it is the map. I'm looking at it of the lowest ever recorded. Oh no, no, hundred percent. You're right. I'm wrong. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, it's a bit of Mexico might get it. Maybe yeah, like maybe like the tiniest part of mexico like tijuana maybe oh that's yeah. that's fucking low okay most yeah. of the most of our listeners have a very 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 tiny chance of seeing an aurora in their lifetime but you're saying there's a chance there's always yeah, a chance exactly. andrew 
you know, but if luckily, there's a sudden polar shift or something, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, I uh, I fell short today. Forgot space. Like polar knew- shift and then a gigantic solar flare. <laughs> Both Dan and Zell brought uh, space news today. <laughs> I got some space news. Here, here's the great, here's the great headline. That's why I said Zell and Dan, because I knew. I didn't <laughs> How come nobody has asked me if I have space news? Because we've you asked have before. None. We've asked before, and you go <laughs> space. Is that space? even? Is that even real, bro? Space isn't real. Hey. Here's an update. You guys are all trying to hide God. That's all I know. Been hiding God since day one. This the whole podcast is about hiding God. If you if you couldn't tell, the only space Andrew cares about is the empty space between his ears. Oh, (laughs) this podcast is a goddamn prison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you couple it with. I got some other space news. Ninety nine point nine percent of you listening won't go to space. I'm going to go ahead and take that a couple decibels further. That's still a lot of people, though, because we have like a lot of, we actually have a lot of listeners. Yeah, if you get. That's not a lot of people. 99.999% of people will never go to space. I mean, maybe. Yeah. So 99.99. I hope hope we We eat these words as bad as we eat those Donald Trump will never be president words. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be good. See, that's how you know we're not time travelers. Yeah, we don't. We can't predict we anything. Get shit wrong all the time. We weren't allowed to. We'd ruin the future. <laughs> yeah. All right. What I was got, your space news, though? The expectations of the gravitational wave research community have been fulfilled. So, as a couple of years ago, we talked about for the first time ever, they detected gravitational waves colliding. Yeah. And now, for the first time ever, they've detected two significantly different masses of black holes colliding further strengthening the theory and gravitational waves of gravitational waves. And I guess they've, they're almost seen uh, gravitational wave signatures almost every week now, but this is the first one that two like massively different sizes of black holes have. Does this mean together. we just live in the ocean of space? This is exactly, we're just a tiny little speck, man. We're at, in the, the earth, fucking ocean. The earth is just like an electron on the, on the scale of the universe. Yeah. Really? You no. think there's some mini people on some like electron fucking at the bottom of the ocean who I, are like, <laughs> fucking, we're, we're fucking sensing waves. It's just people oh, jumping. Atlanteans. It's just people jumping in the pool and shit and they're sensing the waves and they're thinking it's yeah, some like, giant yeah, heavenly fucking, body. I feel the gravitational ray of a black hole hitting the water. Black Cannonball. Ho- That's Braden. <laughs> black hole's Braden. Huge rupture. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, I I'm not I'm not putting anything past anything anymore. I just feel like we're just all a little piece of something bigger and smaller, or bigger or smaller, depending which way you go. Yeah, infinitely. Infinite. Oh, th- and infinitely wide and tall For, and small. And you could never get to the bottom of it. You could think about it. No matter. You could think about it as like God created universe, but then who created God? You could think about it as a simulation universe, but who created the other simulators? Like oh, now you're getting to some four twenty. Chicken or the egg, man. Yeah. Chicken or the egg. Maybe in after hours we'll smoke a couple more and then. Dude, the chicken came first. The egg came first, motherfucker. But who laid the egg? <laughs> the proto the fucking chicken. chicken did. The proto chicken wasn't exactly the chicken. The egg was, was placed like a... there by someone from the future. God. Someone reached back. You'd know that. 
Actually, you know what? I know who did it. It was the fucking Easter Bunny. You know who did it? It was Adolf Hitler riding a Tyrannosaurus T-Rex <laughs> with lasers on his fucking head and put the egg lasers. underneath the chicken with the help of the Easter Bunny, who is the actual Jesus, because he was at the Last Supper and mm. it wasn't. It wasn't meme uh, of all time. Is it's got like fucking Jesus on the crucifix and it's got some people coming up to him. They're like. Jesus, like, you know, any last words? Like, what can we do to, like, help you? And, you know, and then Jesus is like, I got one thing. They're like, what? High kicks. <laughs> High kicks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny. Uh, um, all right. What was the space? Dan, did you have space news, too? This yeah, has been I the best space news. news of all time. Great space this news. Was more, this was more funny than anything else that... uh a company named Palantir, which is based out of Silicon Valley, has been awarded to provide the software and data services for the U.S. Space Force uh, in order to track objects that orbit uh, the Earth and also monitor space traffic. And the project, the contract uh, is for a pro- the the contract is for a project called the Kobayashi Maru. Koba, what? What? I, no, like you. You don't understand how fucking nerdy these fucking like this is beyond space nerds. Like this is like nerdiness beyond it's a bunch of space nerds coming up with super nerdy stuff. Yeah, that's Star Trek. Palantir is from the Lord of the Rings. The Palantir were the evil the seeing orbs. Yeah, the, the evil seeing orbs. And the Kobayashi Maru was the test that yeah, it was the test from Star Trek and uh, Starfleet Academy that Captain James T. Kirk was the only person to ever defeat it. Dude, the chairman of that company, Plantier, Peter Thiel, he's a fucking weird dude. We could probably do a case file on all the weird <laughs> shit that guy's up to. It's nuts. Um, they didn't say how much the value of the contract was, uh, but I guess they had been working on this actually before uh, Palantir had been working on this type of uh, system before um, with JSOC, the Joint Space Operations Command Center. Uh and just that it, it i guess it, it fell through after a couple of years um but now the space force has gone and picked decided they're gonna pick it up and uh that's how they're gonna go forward i fucking love it interesting cool. weird company weird people volunteer <laughs> uh that's it for space news um i don't think we have uh i think the x2 is on the fritz again sticked sticked it's fucking dick. I had it going today, but then it kind of it's it stalled halfway. Yeah, there's probably all that smoke in the studio. Dude, I smoke. Yeah, I said smoke free studio, rips. smoke free. That's why I gotta go. If I, if it wasn't smoke free, I'd be smoking right here, blown in the camera. But I respect my equipment, and I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> How can, you're not gonna smoke on all the beer covered equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Beer doesn't get into the crevices. Like you only spill on the keyboard for the most part, so it's fine. You just throw the keyboard away after a bit. You, you buy a used <laughs> one off the internet great. for five bucks. You just keep throwing them out. Not throwing them out. Recycling. For all you sticklers, I've been recycling them to the electronic recycling department. Um, Zell, if you want to queue up the new Patreons, I've got a couple new five star reviews. I'm going to read. This is a five star review from Boy Get My Gun from Australia. Good times. Great podcast covers great points through thorough discussion and always very clever humor. Uh, please start to use the term mort. The Urban Dictionary has the meaning. 
Maybe start using the phrase Blumpkin Berries too. Good times, chairs. I think that's supposed to say chairs. Like what's what? more on the Urban Dictionary? Pull that up, Zell. Do we dare? Okay, wait. Yeah, I'll pull. I'll pull it up. I don't, I'm. Gonna, I'm not going to look at it. I'm just going to pull it up. So it could be anything. Okay. So all right. What's it? What is it? Yeah. Mork. Mort on Urban Dictionary. Mort Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary Mort. All right. Oh, Mort, not Mork. That was Mork. Okay, I'm not going to look. I'm just going to pull it up. I'm not even going to look. I'm going to really read it together. Oh, it's so... I can't read can you it. even read that? It's so blurry. No, it's Mort, so blurry. anything used to describe someone who lacks sense of life, looks dumbfounded, and has only a limited ability to learn and understand, often excluded from society. Oh, fuck, we're Morts. Yeah, it's all of us. <laughs> <laughs> we're all a bunch um, of Morts, Five star review from Stone and Steel. Walk in the line. Uh, I appreciate the viewpoints on everything these guys put together. It keeps me between believing everything and questioning everything. That's right down the middle. Right Where down. we strive for everything. Yes. Um, I can't read that one. Five star. <laughs> Why can't you read that one? Uh, it's too racial. I can't read. I can't. I'm not allowed to read the words. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I'm not allowed to read it. I can't read it. It's fair. Sorry. Five stars, though? Five stars. I can't read it. There you go. Sorry. Insert a different word that you that find a different no, word that you can not use. Worth it. Might <laughs> no, I'm not up. doing it. Might slip up. I'm not up. doing it. Uh, five star review. The only place I get my news. <laughs> no, nope. a terrible idea. Not a good idea. <laughs> not a good idea not at a good all. Idea. <laughs> Who's ever doing that and coming here and be like, I'm listening to these guys, and then that's fact. Mm. Don't Mm-mm. look it up yourself. Don't do it. You we're, are getting. This is worse than third hand news. We're a bunch Let's of morts. Us, <laughs> we're right? a bunch of listen. morts here. Yeah. Don't listen to the morts. It's like this is like I heard from my sister. Uh, who knows a guy who knows a guy who has a dog who also the dog knows a guy um, who <laughs> hangs out with this other girl that uh, buys uh, meat from the deli from this other guy who t- said to her that they're aliens. Yeah, but Dan, all those people that you listed are far more credible than us. That's yeah. might be true. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> Buddy, you know, like Rick never takes advice from Jerry. And we're for Jerry's. <laughs> You just said we're all Jerry's. Yeah, all Mort's. All of us. Whoa, all that's not cool. Buddy, you're the biggest Jerry. You'd be like you'd be like Pluto's <laughs> the planet in a heartbeat. Dude, one time Flex, you'd be flexing and shit up there. One time Rick took Larry. advice from uh from Jerry to go on the whirly Durly. Listen, and then he almost got I'm himself not killed. saying I'm not saying we're wrong all the time. I'm definitely more of a sleepy Gary. Hey. <laughs> sleepy Gary. <laughs> Or a scroopy nooper, but yeah. we are 50% right and 50% wrong. We're either right yeah. or we're wrong. Right down the middle. Right, right down, down the, middle. the center. Uh, Zell, you got to, who's our new patrons? We've thanks to everyone supporting the show. If you want to get on, we got tons of other material. Uh, we just released our live pay per view uh, watch along of the Cryptid Crushathon that was, happened last weekend. Oh, what? Oh my God. It was amazing a gory. fight, dude. Unbelievable. Fun if you time. want to listen to our live watch along, Go to patreon.com slash alien theorists. Um, as little as $5 gets you all access to everything we do. Um, and head to our merch store, alien theorist theorizing dot live. We got shirts, we got hats, and I promise you 
sometime in the next 30 days, we're going to have some new <laughs> wicked merch up for the summer season. Uh, I'm working on it. It's tough, but within the next 30 days, maybe for May 1st, we will see. Spend those uh, government checks. Yeah, spend those. <laughs> don't. Hey, why why stimulate your businesses around your community when you can stimulate us? Send us those. <laughs> uh, send us those. Uh, you know, hard earned dollars. Support the show. Uh, thanks, everyone. We love the support. It keeps the show going. And as you can see, if you've been following us from the start, the bigger we get, the better the improvements. Uh, that we put into the show. So, you know, we're doing the live streams now and stuff, and that's all thanks to you guys. We can't thank you enough. Okay, so, so who are their new Patreoners? Let's give a quick disclaimer here. There's more than we normally read because last week we tried to record this very same case file and we completely butchered it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's going to be... That's being generous. That's being generous. <laughs> we, You know, the quarantine was rough on us last week. It was Easter weekend and Monday came. It was a compounded hangover, so you had to, in order to get over the hangover, you had to get a little more drunk. And then by the time 7.30 rolled around, nothing <laughs> nothing went at all. All right, so I'll make up, make up some names. Let's hear them. All right, Hugo, Russian, Brody, Allen, Otway, Tasman, Kui, or Kui, Joseph Branston. I'm pretty sure he's watching the live stream. Cheers, J- Joseph. Colton, Wesley Fincher, Jenna. These are all pretty standard names this week. Very surprised. Robert Bates, Devin, Christopher. Because you got cocky. I got called co- you out on your weird names. Yeah, I did. No, Christopher <laughs> Buck Sleazy the Fourth. <laughs> all right, that's pretty fucking dope. That's a fucking cool name. Ryan. Pretty sure that guy's a uh, Master Side Nine or whatever. That's, that a, streamer. that's a pretty dumb name. He has a stupid fucking name. Ryan. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. name. Stupid name. I do not approve of my own name. Mindy C. Streis. Magnus Hara. Effie F. My favorite so far. Jessica Rios. Papa Falapa. <laughs> new, new favorite. New Papa, favorite today, Papa Falapa. Papa Falapa, Papa Flapa. Papa Falapa, Flapa Papa. Okay. Jen Geiger, Nick, Sean Spencer. When was the last time we recorded? Sixth. Couple more. Anthony McKenna, Isabella, Matt Smith, Dennis Super Sane. Nice. Just Dennis Sane. Or Sane's, but I added Super. And (laughs) that's it. That's it. You know what? If any any other theorite out there... I want to know if there's any other Craigs out there that have the same issue as me. What do you mean? With yeah. their name. Elaborate. Just people not like not hearing their name. I've never thought to ask other people with the same name. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That don't know your name or don't know how to spell your name because that's like they 100% can't say like when people. you say your name to someone else, they just go and just say a diff- completely different name. It's just because you got such a forgettable face. <laughs> is that what it is? Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm always looking at the ground like away when I'm talking. Please don't call me Craig. Please don't call me Craig. Please don't call me Craig. <laughs> I just hey, uh, Anything else before we wrap this up? A couple things. W- one thing, I just wanted to give a quick personal thank you to all the Patreons supporting because this is technically now, during the COVID, my full-time gig. So I'm going to be striving to bring out even more content than we normally would 
while we wait for the whole madness to work itself out. And Zell's Band of the Week is a local band from Kelowna, BC called Ancient Engines. The song's called Gordy Brook. It has a, it's an awesome music video to go with it, so you can find them on Spotify. Ancient what's, Engines. What's their name again? Ancient Engines. Fucking, they should just call themselves the fucking Antikythera mechanism. They should. I'll put. I'll pass. Same. Me- same. I'll pass yeah. a word on to him. Anyways, Ancient Engines. All song right, called Gordy Brook. Thanks, everyone. We love you guys, uh, and we'll see you next week. And as we always say, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace.